Hi, I'm Dan Noon. I'm the CEO of G2 Goldfields. We trade on the Toronto Stock Exchange Venture under the symbol GTWO and on the OTCQX under the symbol TUYGS. Uh, we have a high-grade discovery in Guyana. Uh, previously, we have put out a resource of 1.2 million ounces at about 9 grams a tonne. We've been drilling for 18 months since then, and we've been recently hitting a lot of high-grade mineralisation. So as we move forward from here, we plan to have another MRE out, hopefully uh, either by the end of this year or early next year. Uh, Dan, welcome back on the show. Uh, yes, this is this, this company is starting to look very different from the one I last spoke to you about. These grades are exceptional. I mean, one, were you aware of them or, or how did you go about actually identifying where to go and drill for them? Well, originally we were drilling and we were hitting high grade, but hitting low grade in between. And then we decided we needed to figure out exactly what the controls of that high grade were. Uh, to that end, we got Brett Davis out from Australia, a structural expert, to help us get to that final leap in our understanding about where this high grade was, what was controlling its emplacement. And so we did that over the summer. Uh, we come up with a model of where these upflow zones were, where we're hitting the plus ounce material, and we designed a program to go back and drill those. And to that end, we've been hitting the high grade on uh, Shear 5, on Shear 3 in the Oco Main Zone, at uh, the Gany Central Zone as well. And now this morning we put out uh, the Discovery Gany South, which is uh, 11 metres at 37.5 grams. So the team is getting very good at targeting uh, geologically where this uh, high-grade mineralisation is, and we will continue uh, to target that aggressively as we move forward. Well, well I think that's the point. Uh, you, you, I mean, look, looking at um, what seems to be um, available to you in the in, on your balance sheet, well, not just your balance sheet, in your bank, you've got cash to actually get after this stuff um, strong and hard. So um, t tell us about these shares and sort of how they how they fall and also, and also what you now know you need to target. Okay, so, you know, originally we were under the impression that the gold and the quartz veins were coeval, came in at the same time. Uh, with the work we did with Brett, we found that uh, the three deformations which prepared the rocks were actually pre-gold mineralisation. So that gold came in right at the end of the last phase of shearing. It's come up uh, the main shear, but also along uh, lineations, which are the intersection of the main shear and other foliations. And so we have three, three distinct offshoot orientations, one at 45 degrees to the northeast, one at 65 degrees to the northeast, which is at the Gany Central, and Gany South. We also have that uh, a shallow plunge to the southeast where we get mineralisation bleeding off uh, those high-grade zones, which is generally a bit lower, but still relatively high-grade. Right, and so talk to, talk to me about size and scale of this thing. Obviously, you know, so how, how deep are we? How, how long do these shears run? Well, the shear zone at uh, Gany is 1.2 kilometres long, and at uh, Oco is uh, 900 metres long to date. Um, that we, originally, the resource was down to 350 metres at Oco main zone only. We're down about 450 now with the assays, with our drilling, current holes with drilling will be down about 500. At uh, Gany was only down about 300 to date, and at Gany South down about 200. So still relatively shallow. Uh, we just uh, brought in some bigger rigs to uh, enable us to drill deeper on all those areas. Plus we also use the shallow rigs to drill uh, along the zone to the north of the Oco main zone where we think it's been displaced out to the west and hopefully we can find another trend along there. Right, so, so currently, for, the, for this conversation, you're sitting about 1.2 million ounces, right? Um, of, of, you know, I think most people consider you know, high grade. The, these ounces, these, these grades change 
perhaps the outlook for the company. And I, I know you kind of you're talking about rushing into um, another resource, you know, end of this year, beginning beginning of next. What is that picture that you think you need to paint um, in terms of when you put it out, you know, what you put out, um, given given the excitement, I guess, of these super super high grades right now? No, I think most um, districts that start out start out with uh, really high grade mineralisation, and they have some kelp building through to uh, you know to uh, Gosselong in Indonesia, to Porga in uh, Papua New Guinea, needed that high grade zone to pay back. And so what we're seeing here, certainly at the uh, Oko Main Zone and now at Gani, he's got near surface sodas, which are running you know, between 20 to 30 grams a tonne. Uh, they obviously to be the target early stage mine design to so you can get a low capex and rapid payback. So for us, it changes the whole economics for current shareholders. You're not looking at a you know, tonne of dilution in front of you. Uh, and it adds the value to anyone who wants to buy it, but they're not waiting 10 years out to get their payback. They can look at it and say, okay, we can buy this, we can permit it quickly because we're in Guyana, and we can build it for low capex and get paid back quickly. And when you work that number back, they can pay us more if that's the route we take. Right, so I need to get us a bit of information because I want to be able to go away and try and do some numbers here, okay? So um, how many how many metres have been done on, on these shears? How many more metres will be drilled um, and over, you know, this say this side of Christmas, how, how much have you allocated? We've probably drilled about fifty thousand liters now. Uh, between now and Christmas, we'll probably get about another ten thousand hours. I think uh, that's just basically as fast as we can go with what we have. Right. We'll be adding another rig, uh, fourth rig. Um, we still like to have one rig uh, doing exploration as well. This where we find the Gannett Souths and whatever else. But yeah, we think we can probably get another uh, ten thousand meters out. At, at the top end between now and Christmas. Right, okay. Because so, I think that the, I guess the question people are going to be asking themselves is, does this, it's it's, it's not necessarily a new discovery per se, but do, do these new higher grade answers change, start to change your thinking? Or what would they, what would it need to look like to kind of change your thinking? Because I think you've had every, every time you're interviewed, it's like, when are you going to merge with your neighbor? That would make the most economic sense. There gets a point with some of this drilling and some of these answers where you're like, well, actually, this is a pretty darn good standalone project now. So are you going to leave that thinking till the end of the year until you actually know what, what, what's coming out, coming out of the ground? But assuming it's more of the same, what, what, what would you do? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think we've thought for a while now that it is a standalone project. I mean, you know, they're right next to each other. Would Some would think they'd logically be better together. Well, yeah, of course. But then you have to get the, the right ratios and all that. So I think, yeah, we'll sit down. Uh, we'll do an internal mine design. Uh, we've got an engineer doing that. And we'll come up with a number, uh, which we think the value is. We'll also, you know, look at, you know, how you would mine it. And then generally, like I say, the high grade in these districts get the mines first. So that's, that's the real value. And, you know, you look at them and say, well, and we do the aim. Well, you look at any potential buyer can look at it and say, well, I can make that much money out of that. I'll pay that for it. And so whether you had to, I don't think you have to merge with the union. Uh, but is that a possibility? It always is. But I think as a standalone asset, absolutely, this is fantastic. And I told people, what, I was at Newcrest, we found a Gosselong, and it was, uh, we got to a million ounces at an ounce, and the engineers just said, stand back. You know, It ended up being five million ounces, but they built it out of a million ounces. And so that's what a mining company would do. I think a mining company, if they had what we have now, would start 
going full steam ahead into production. It's interesting times, Dan. Well, look, um, I guess we'll keep this short and sweet. The good news, lots lots more houses being found, super high grade, obviously, um, you know, get, getting a new resource out would be great. And um, in terms of timing for maybe trying to put some numbers around it, some economics around it, is that in the, in the near future? We tend to think that um, there's no point doing the PEA until you've really figured out the size of your um, asset. Internally, we always do. Because you have to have that discipline, you know, where's the value getting added? Where should we be spending our dollars? Um, but with that, we have to keep that internal. We won't be doing a PEA at all. Okay, good, man. Dan, good to speak to you. Uh, see you soon. Okay, thanks very much.